This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. I want to welcome to my newest episode of Glamour someone I have a huge fan crush on, Mercedes Javed, MJ from Thank you. The Sunset. I want to talk about this new season. You swiped right. You found a new love. Yes. Is it right or left? Which one is it? I, I <laughs> think it's right. right. I think it's right. Because left is still gauche, which is still like, yeah, yeah. still bad. So yeah. you are, the thing, the reason I have like a big fan and crush on you is because you're a woman of a certain, um, uh, status in life you've had struggles with love yes and you're a curvy girl that is not afraid to show your curves and i actually really admire all that stuff body confidence i love that stuff thank you i mean early on when there are accidental ways that i ended up being out in front of the camera without like a nip slip that's happened to you (laughs) like a nip slip will happen accidentally on purpose but or even before that there would be me thinking that because I learned when I I got I got to be on the cheerleading squad in like seventh or eighth grade and uh-huh. then I got to do like all these other things that I didn't know I would be able to get like on this squad or right. on that team. So um I grew up in a small town in Virginia. Where in Virginia? Falls Church, Virginia. Oh my God, my family lives in Northern Virginia right now. Really? Vienna, McLean, and Ruston. Same area. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, everything that was important to an average high schooler is part of what's ingrained in me. So I feel like I'm a a person who knows you have to be smart, well-rounded, athletic, Mm -hmm. maybe learn how to read music and do all those things. So... I might have accidentally had body confidence at first. Yeah. And then By when accident. there was Yeah, because I just thought you this were just is a my confident body. person, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then once there's scrutiny from the outside, it even made me want more to make sure that I wasn't celebrating only a skinny girl. Yeah. Like so you are thin. Yes. And I, I don't get the feel... opposite bullying though. Like right. I used to be told, "You look like Skeletor. Eat a sandwich." And it's people really don't understand wrong. that's really mean too. It's, it's all really about wrong. being body confident. And that doesn't mean being happy that you're plus size or that you're very thin. It just accept right. everybody. No, because I'm sure that in a saying "eat a sandwich" is it's as a, yeah, it's it's as offensive as saying "skip a meal." Yeah, or jump on a treadmill or something really awful like Any that. Any of those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And I think that what, unfortunately, what I'm hoping that we're doing, you and I Mm -hmm. here is like skinny meets thick. Um, We are right now currently celebrating each other and and being different. Yes, 
Absolutely. And that's good. And I like that. And you know, the funny thing is, is growing up having been the target, a lot of that kind of skinny kind of shaming. I grew up never doing that to anybody else. Like I remember thinking, I know how that feels for me. Right. And I'm not doing that to somebody else. Like even if right. somebody put on weight or everybody else makes fun of them in high school, like they used to, or even now, I would never say anything. Body because, shaming in any direction. Yeah, in any direction. I remember thinking, you know, you guys are just awful because people used to think that like, oh, because I'm skinny, then I don't know what chubby feels like yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. It's like, of course, like anything that's someone's Achilles heel, is their Achilles heel. But this is what I love, okay, the Kim Kardashian kind of parodies that you've done. You did the desert photo shoot, yeah. totally nude, and At you did the bathing suit thing. At 170 pounds. <laughs> I believe you did that. But they're f- flawless photos. And they're not, you know there's cellulite on those I, pictures. You know, you are not ashamed, is, and you're letting it all hang, yeah. and that is, I have cellulite. I mean, the cellulite Do you is know, a female thing. Let me tell you, that was one photographer, mm-hmm. no glam, no hair and makeup, no You look nothing. damn good. Thank you, but I want to just say that I didn't have hair and makeup and lights or anything. It was just me and that guy, and I... It looks like a professional photo shoot. I mean, I, in my opinion, it does not, but what I wanted, he could have airbrushed, yeah. and he didn't. Yeah. And the main thing is, like, I saw the pictures. Like, I try not to look at something after I do it, uh-huh. but the one I had a glimpse of, uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. Did it make you feel uncomfortable? Like, like I'm a critical person because I'm Persian and we're very yeah. critical people. Yes, and I know my mom and mm-hmm. she criticizes I know, I've me. I've seen your mom. We're gonna talk about your mom. Yeah. <laughs> so initially, I was like, "Oh fuck! Why did he have to post that one with the cellulite?" And then I thought, "Duh!" Because the whole point is to let people see yeah. that. And and again, like at five three and three quarters, which is I think I'm. That's how tall I am. Uh-huh. To have. So I'm short uh-huh. and to have like to be like 170 pounds at that height yeah that was the worst time that I would that's like the most I've ever weighed mm-hmm. and I did it that naked. was at your biggest and you did it naked in the desert yes. without Photoshop I mean come on yeah that's insane like I will put a photo up after 27 filters you know hashtag body confidence <laughs> and then I'll hashtag no filter <laughs> <laughs> No filter, yeah, right. It's okay. Um, okay, so I know that you also, this is another thing I adore, like the Kim Kardashian one, I have to have the shout out because I remember seeing that going, this chick is fucking genius. She's putting a picture, remember the one with the bathing suit where she shows her butt and you did the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what, God bless her, she is not ashamed. That was and a that's rough good. one. I know, you got a lot of heat for that. And well, so did she, but you really did. Um, you have people telling you, like criticizing you for it. Pig, and you're just like, fat, yeah. ugly, mm-hmm. gross, blah, blah. But when I saw the way that people like Khloe Kardashian, who I think is really cool, yeah, and Kim, all of them, like whatever you, whatever you do, the way, the shade that they got back. Mm-hmm. I would read their blogs. Mm-hmm. I even read Ashton Kutcher's blogs, like when he got married to Demi Moore. Oh yeah, a lot of people hated. As soon as I thought how ugly people, like the extent of how ugly people get, I was like, oh, never mind it. I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna pay attention because I like Ashton is like this tall, handsome guy who just yeah. fell in love with a girl that's older than him who went nonconformist. So that gave me license to just make sure that I'm not gonna allow anyone to 
penetrate me. So exactly. for the most part, I don't read it. I think that it's not real. I had somebody tell me once the positive is not real and the negative is not real. I and, 100% and agree And if you can remember both. that, it's it's like, I actually, I've, I've been on interviews talking about Kim Kardashian and her surgeries and I mentioned how I thought she had like $100,000 worth of surgery, which is fine if you have the means, God bless, after her kid. And people were criticizing my looks on my interview about her. And I just said, okay, whatever. I don't care. Right. I really don't. There you go. And, but at the same time, if they all praised me, I would think, oh, that's really nice. But no, they don't know me one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I because I knew I like I haven't met you until right now, yeah. and you know we didn't prep. No, I didn't ask for any questions. No, you didn't. I didn't ask you were so your, easy. Right. So that like I don't want to know what you're going to ask me. Like part of the spontaneity is to dive in and yeah. I know that I can handle whether or not and I thought about like we, whether or not you were going to ask me about like maybe plastic surgery or Kylie Jenner and the bottom line is that anyone may do one tiny little thing or they might do everything mm-hmm. what happens is what is inside of yes. you right mm-hmm. so I don't even need to count it's like counting how many drinks someone has had at the yeah. bar yeah. whether or not you are preserving your mental health yeah. is what matters at the end of the day. You know what, you're so right. And the thing is that how my stance is on plastic surgery is if you have the means and it makes you happy and you do it safely, then do it. But make sure no right. one can plastic surgery your mental health. That's What kind you. of a doctor are you? Dermatologist. Oh, so yeah, I right. see all of this stuff and I, I understand it. I really appreciate honesty and I appreciate owning where you are in life. You know, you could be 30 and miserable because you think you're old, but imagine what you're going to feel like when you're 80. What are you going to say about your 30-year-old stuff? You know, yeah. like just appreciate where you are. Yes. Um, and where you are right now is in love. I'm in love. Yeah. I'm in my 40s. I love that, though, because that's amazing. You have no idea how many people feel like it's done, it's over, if you haven't found someone. And your mother's, I actually love your mother. I think she reminds me of all of our mothers, because I come from that kind of background, too. She loves her daughter, but she's very tough on you. Yeah. So I saw what's coming up is, like, your boyfriend, Tommy, tells your mother that he wants to put a ring on it. Yes. She doesn't necessarily like take that so well at first. You know, she felt like she didn't get to be involved in the process. Like if I would have called her after my first date with him, mm. then she would have felt involved. And then I specifically chose to exclude her until I knew how I felt about him. Right. And that's I very Persian. It's very my culture just, too. I right? just want to figure it out first. We decide how we want to yeah. proceed. And then once we decided, We'll let them know. Yeah. My, my sister met her husband. They kind of started chatting and getting to know each other way before. And we actually knew it was happening, but we didn't want to stress her out because we actually knew she kind right. of really liked this guy. And when it was time for them to get engaged, it was just like, hey, guess what? He asked me to marry him. And I remember thinking oh, the same kind of thing. Like, yeah, but I get it. Because also your parents don't always make the right decisions for you. Yeah. And part of becoming an adult is realizing that your parents' advice can F you up. Yes. And so your parents' guilt. Your mother gets a lot of guilt on you. Right. A lot. Right. So, <laughs> so she might say, Okay, I'm going to look at this canvas, mm-hmm. this Norman Rockwell, mm-hmm. and if I, Norman Rockwell, yeah, sorry. Rockefeller, <laughs> Rockwell, R O C K W E L. I know what you mean. And I might decide that 99% of everything is perfect, but the one thing I'm going to hone in on and criticize. Mm-hmm. So if 
if Tommy wasn't passionate, yeah. she would say, well, maybe he has this, but he doesn't have passion. I know. So then I'd but say, I love her. oh my God, let me see, how can I get my man to appear more to passionate. more passionate? Yeah. Right. So, um, you need to be more passionate. My mother will like that. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, now he's too passionate. He's too sensitive. He's not strong. It's always something. It's always something. Yeah. Um, I think it was just, I just love that um, I, watching through you throughout the years and seeing you really respect your mother. And I love that about you because I know she's I very tough on you. And all of these, all of my mother, all of us have mothers that are tough. But I think that's how we became what we are. Um, yes, by, by being raised by a tough mother, we become tough too. But don't you also think about like Kanye West's mom and how yes. he told her he can, she told him he can do anything. Yeah, and he sure is. So they gave him like, yeah, so she gave him like this extra yeah. lift. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, if only my mom would just give me some positive words of encouragement and she doesn't. Yeah. So, but like, I get it. Like, it's tough it, love though. But it's like, it's facing adversity mm -hmm. in the in the most extreme way. Yes. Yeah. I I have a great father who's uh -huh. very loving. Mm -hmm. He's a doll. He's a doll, and it's not that I don't want to appreciate that. It's mm -hmm. just that my mom's voice is louder. Yes. And the negative voice is louder. Going to have yeah, and a more. And negative voices effect. already carry more weight. I don't know what it is. Like we going back to social media, you can have four hundred amazing co comments and one mean one and for some reason you can't stop thinking about that i was at a dinner party talking about that last night you were and you know tommy says is that the vita in you that hones in on that one negative when there were so many other positives and i think to myself i'm a confident woman yeah you are and at the same time i just i think i feel sorry for that person and i might just feel sorry and want to hone in on that one negative person to help that negative person get a life yeah so i mean yeah i guess why do you, you can't fix everybody anyone that's coming from a good place will yeah. just think of something positive to say right but, some I mean, of my biggest mistakes with friendships is being friends with people who just wanted to be negative and I thought I could make them not be negative. You can't. They just let them do what they got to do. And if it works and it's great for you, great. If not, go find someone else to hang out with, you know? Yeah. You can't fix people. Tommy is so different than the rest of your crew. He's an East Coast guy. I met him in the in the in the lobby here. Yeah, how is really he? Really chill. What did he super say? Super chill. He was like, "Oh, don't worry, I'm good." Da, da, da. You know, he's actually so chill and so nice, and he really seems to understand you. He's like, "I think MJ might be a little nervous." I'm like, "Oh, we'll take good care of her." Just oh, kind of watching your back, you trying know. Trying to have my back. Yeah, and I love that. Um, so I, I find that you find kind of a good match because you're very outspoken and you know. He's confident. also outspoken. I believe it. Yeah, very I see outspoken. It. How does he get along with the rest of the cast? Everybody adores him. Women are no, really. Everyone like, adores him. Uh, okay, no. <laughs> okay, no. I didn't think so. Because so, you guys have a tough group. They well, can't. You got the girls. Okay, they're protective maybe of you. You're right. Both the guys and the girls have this double-edged thing where they're like. We like him, but let's make sure. Yeah, see, they're you protective know? of you. They've known you right. your whole life, you know? They want to make sure that, because Reza met his man before Shaw's. Asa met her man before Shaw's. And and you're on Shaw's, and you're dating, and that's they hard. Wanna, yeah, they want to say that you have to have a different screening process when you meet someone that you want to make sure that isn't looking for the limelight. Yeah. And but there's something true. that, Didn't like, you think you, that? 
with Tommy? No, I, in general with dating, that you feel like you have to be a little bit more careful because you're on TV now. Dating is so hard that you can't pick or choose. I, know. I mean, you know, when you're when you're just trying to meet someone that you have chemistry with, and you want, I want to have the real McCoy, yeah. like the real love, and so. Um, no, I think my instincts are enough tapped in that I wouldn't pick an, a guy that's about the limelight because like, I'm attracted to more of like a roughneck, rugged guy you that's got not... got yeah. Like, he's not, not rough, yeah. but I'm saying he's, he's definitely yeah. an East Coast guy like that, you Yeah, know? who's not about like his, his, his close-up shot. And his selfies and such. I think a guy exactly. that puts up more selfies than you do is to be warned. And he you has be zero careful. selfies, which <laughs> is why we're together. <laughs> I'm going to check after this. <laughs> you can, you can. There will be none. But I remember before the show aired this season, you said that you were dating someone, you kept his identity secret. Did you do that so you'd have privacy? I thought that was so smart. Yeah, Because so did. many girls blow up their relationship on social media, and yeah. I think all of them will tell you later that it was a mistake. Yeah, I mean, if you have watched Shaws of Sunset since season one, I have. you'll know that there are some girls on I my do. cast that have a date and then they hire a photographer and do a full on photo you know, like very world well tour, aware right and then mm -hmm. you know i i just thought doesn't do that a world tour <laughs> it's, <laughs> true. it's true and but like you're 100 percent true and i'm like i don't I've i'm talked. not showing you off i'm trying to yeah. have my life yeah right well, I've, I've actually talked to this person that you've uh, mentioned, and, and I know that this person regrets having done that because yeah. I know that they, they have told me that, you know, putting their love life on display like that was She the didn't worst tell thing. you that she hired a photographer. No, that, that. She didn't say that there was a party of three. No, but if you see no the, not any of that. So this is right. all new. <laughs> so here's the thing, and it's not just her, but mm -hmm. um, there's a couple of girls. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, for example, I love Golnessa, but uh -huh. the second that she falls for a guy, she displays him yeah. on her Instagram, and then yeah. if she misses him, she'll do a meme about him. And but like, if, but then you've got all these other girls that are like, "Ooh, why don't you date me? Are you just—it's too dated. You can't do that." Right. If you and I are riding off into the sunset uh -huh. with this perfect picture where we're looking back, that would be a cute. Picture. Who was taking that picture? <laughs> you know, the what? photographer that was I traveling with you. I never thought about that. Yeah. Or a hell of a long selfie stick, but there no, you. it's a mm. photographer <laughs> traveling with selfie you. Selfie sticks are not that easy. No. I tried. I you tried. always got that weird arm hanging out like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love that. I mean, you're right, though, but I like that you kept it private, and then now you've announced that you're engaged. Yes. It's out there. Yeah. So. We dated for, I think, uh, he... He proposed to me as a surprise. I wasn't like that girl that was waiting for it. Um, it's going to be on the show. It? Yes, the cameras Tommy, were there. Tommy, she has a question for Tommy. you. So, how long? How long did we date? We met. When we met, we met in around like August, September. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. So we were together for a year. Over a year. That's <coughs> that's enough time. And then at our age, yeah, I agree. I agree, there's no wasting time. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glammere with Dr. Taba Samir. Um, you know, it's interesting because now you're the one in love. And Rez is the one in love, and both of you are like joining reunions. He's gonna 
hopefully get married. Like it's coming. Hopefully he gets married. Yes. And you're hope you you're gonna get engaged, and we get to see that unfold. Um, and I remember last season there was like a little bit between you and Asa about the bachelorette party. Yeah. You know? Is that gonna be a problem this time around when he does it? Because you and Asa uh, are very close, and you know, not this time. I I didn't. I feel like I got to. I had to shoulder the burden of the whole bachelor party yeah. last year. Well, like if people don't remember, Reza had his yeah. own and his fiance had his own separate. So what? What? And I, Reza's was naughty. My injustice. Because of you. <laughs> yes, the injustice I felt was that secretly mm-hmm. Reza wanted the one that I threw for him, but he had but to dumb it down a little bit. Yeah. He didn't tone it down publicly. Yeah, he got to play like victim, oh. and he didn't have to tell Asa that that was part of the one he was in on. So I did have to shoulder like yeah, the Yeah, you had to kind of be thrown under the bus a little. Totally. Yeah. And so I apologize to Asa. We're in a really good place good. now. I'm glad. And I profusely, sincerely apologize because I really, really didn't want to exclude her. It's just that Reza said, and it just got sort of skipped over, that Reza said, I don't want to do dirty things in front of Asa. I right. can do dirty things in front of you. Yeah. I, I mean, that makes sense. And you have cameras there, so everyone sees it if, it if it's on camera. It's not like, you know, you guys did your own party. Well, maybe you did. But yeah, the we're one bad. I, yeah. Reza and I have known each other since we were teenagers. We could be bad. We can do no anything judgments. together. Yeah. And it's just that's what I inspire. And when he wanted to officiate, he chose her. So it doesn't mean that she's not special. Of course. It's just some it's not friend a competition. for a different. Exactly. And every friendship is different. Like, you can be naughty with MJ right. and officiate with Asa. It's That's actually right. perfect. You That's know? right. There's a lot about Shaz that I like in terms of your guys' relationships with each other. I think that that's why it keeps coming back because you guys really are friends. Gigi's going through a lot this season. Yes, um, she's going through And you guys a lot. Are, have like a rocky kind of up and down, up and down. That's life. She's got rheumatoid arthritis and she's yes. really struggling with that. Yes. And, and hypochondria. Yes. That I didn't know. But um, how does that play out in your friendship? Because I know that you guys do have I your just, arguments. I want to help her, but if I if she doesn't want to help herself, then I can't help her. Um, Rule number one in life. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I've given up, and then I've come back. I'll see her face. I'll give in. Yeah. You know, like I'll fold like a cheap suit well, You for both her. are extremely, extremely strong women, and you both are stubborn. And we really love each other yeah. a lot. Yeah, of course. I feel like I probably love her and her like her whole dynamic with her sister and yeah. her and me and like we're all we feel very kindred spirits and mm-hmm. that sort of love and unconditional support yeah but i also hate the way that she destroys stuff yeah between us like socially within our group and what she does to the rest of us like jumping asa yeah and calling reza out and all of these silly threats that she makes yeah empty threats that yeah. she makes and, and it probably happens. has a lot to do with the pain that she's going through right now at least you know we'll, we'll see what happens with this season yeah mm. i mean you know uh someone said at that dinner party that we were at last night tommy that you have to get a point in your life where you have to pick yourself up and realize where you are and, and you have to save yourself yeah. and say this is not good enough. Like this, I need more. I'm not happy. Right. And mm-hmm. so I would have liked for Gulnessa to have arrived to that place sooner. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't. So, okay, it's not perfect. But now we're going to see that journey. And it's a very difficult journey. Yeah. All of us are going through the toughest stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And it'll us. be great to see that. I want to ask you about something you said on Watch What Happens Live that I know that everybody's buzzing about. Last night? Yeah. The one you said about what somebody asked you about Mike. Because Mike's, you know, with yeah. he's going, it's very painful. But we all know in the media that his wife filed for divorce mm-hmm. and that he said he was blindsided. But you mentioned, you mentioned on Watch What Happens Live that you knew. That's why you didn't go to the wedding. Yeah. I didn't think I was letting out a secret. Okay. Because... Last, it might not have been a secret, but it no, was No, Mike texted me mm-hmm. saying that I, like, betrayed him by saying that. Uh, I mean, am I, what, am, I, am I wrong? Like, he didn't, they're divorcing right. because of maybe denial. infidelity. It could still be denial on his part, you know. Blue Persians are really good at denial. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I get it. Um, I get it. So, you know, it could be just denial on his part. Like, you said on Watch What Happens I Live. I didn't go you, to the wedding yeah. because the night before the wedding, mm-hmm. I had had drinks with someone who told me she was with him. Really? You actually had drinks with the girl that said she was with Mike? Yeah. So you knew. She wasn't going to make that up. So either she's lying or she wasn't. Mm-hmm. And maybe I thought he had already admitted that to me. Yes. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. And not only that, but I also reached out to Mike and said, plus I need a date. I'm not coming to your wedding by myself. Mm-hmm. He said no. Mm. And I go, oh, okay. Oz is going with a date. Rez is going with a date. Shervin's walking in your wedding. Why am I supposed to go by myself? You disinvited my mom. And... Bottom line, you've admitted that you cheated on your wife, and I knew about it. Is that wrong that I blew? Did I really blow it up? I don't think you did anything. I think you just stated a fact, and somebody on the other end didn't want to hear it. So, what did you call do? The You're not the number. one that cheated. I didn't go. And then what? <laughs> They're divorced now. I'm sorry about that. And I have to tell you, like, I have mixed feelings about Jessica as a viewer. And the one hand, I understand how much she did to be with him. She changed her religion. She became, um, he's Jewish, she became Jewish. She did everything. She learned how to cook you know, Persian food. She did so much to be with him. She so desperately wanted, not, to I don't want to use the wife. word, I don't want to say the word desperate. She really, no, she really. she desperately wanted to be a wife. She, she desperately, desperately, desperately wanted to have a ring on it and the wife status. Yes. And everyone saw that when she landed on the yeah. ground from uh-huh. the from the jumping out of the plane yeah and i love our audience because our audience is smart our yes, audience understands they do and not they take see any everything. crap from anyone the yeah. audience is omniscient and there's yeah. like they're like a suit as vita uh-huh they see and say things that i say you know what thank you if i'm not going to be called caddy because i'm just going to sit back and let my audience call it as they see yep. it so you know, I think that the smartest and most honest thing that Jessica could admit is mm-hmm. that she wanted to be married more than she was willing to look at his flaws. So she might not have wanted to admit the fact that she was going to marry somebody who wasn't faithful, right. but that was going to be okay. And I think that Mike, in my head, the way the conversation was, is that he probably promised that he would get her things mm-hmm. that the Armenian guy that she's with now probably promised and delivered on. Yes. So she got a watch. She got a rolls, whether it's a lease or rolls or not she got one we'll she find got out in six months <laughs> yeah she got she got to go to chanel yeah. she got to go to sundance she got to do all of those things in miami for her birthday she fully this is not a secret she fully did an expose on her instagram they hired a publicist to take pictures of them so that she they put could it showcase out there that she them. was dating someone else very quickly yeah exactly so mike didn't 
Mike did not. Mm -hmm. We know for a fact he didn't get her a Rolls Royce. So Jessica picked a guy that could mm -hmm. or chose to. Yeah. He didn't. It's 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 mixed because on the one hand, I all of that stuff it's just so premeditated on her part in terms of she wants to Planned, get married, yeah. she wanted this and the status and then she got the wedding that, you know, God knows how much that wedding cost, but then all of a sudden the infidelity, she couldn't escape it. After I saw last night's episode and I saw the parts that I wasn't there to film with like mm -hmm. when I saw Mike, mm -hmm. I actually fell more in love with Mike yeah. for keeping it real. When he said, when marriage is good, it's really good. Yeah. When marriage is hard, and it's he was showing. awful. Yeah. 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 And I think that whether or not she wanted to admit that she needed the things that she got from the next guy, mm -hmm. well, the rest of us are watching with we'll un you know, like yeah. undiscriminating eyes. Yeah. But it's tough either way. You know, either way, he had this public marriage and it fell apart and it's going to fall apart. and It's going to be really um, uncomfortable and sad and painful to watch it unfold. Yeah. And we all wish him the best, you know, but maybe next time, no cheating. <laughs> Probably step one. Well, I think he's actually very happy now because he doesn't have to feel bad about who he is. Yes. See, that's and good, too. Yeah, he's he's kind of just able to enjoy life and be himself it's tough people don't understand you put yourself out there like that it, it, it it's it's difficult for people to understand that you're receiving so much criticism and not right. to not to let it affect you if i'm speculating my speculation is mike found a girl he liked mm -hmm. and thought i better not let this one go yeah. and got forced look at it. how much she did to make sure. Yeah, and then she was up in the club singing Armenian songs. Yeah. You know. Crazy. Um, I want to go on to your wedding. You're engaged. You've been engaged now for a little bit. Are you planning your wedding yet, or is it just you just want to enjoy this part? No, um, no, not yet. We're no. not planning any wedding stuff. Um, we also just started to live together. Yeah. Oh, we moved in. Yeah. yeah. For me, that's a huge adjustment. Yeah. And, you know, the woman very much dictates like how we get along, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I I feel like Tommy is someone who just wants to go with the flow. Yeah. But I'm the opposite. I want to analyze everything. I want to make sure he's happy to the depths of his soul. <laughs> I want to nice. make sure that like, like if I have to express everything, I have to ask him everything, I need to know everything, mm -hmm. and then if it's not right, then I'm like, I'm not sure if we're making the right decision. Right. My parents you're more got analytical. divorced. Yeah. yeah. Because of that, you're more critical. Definitely. And your mother, you know, I'm sure she's also made you more analytical and more critical, right? Because yeah. she's also been that way with you. Yeah, I want to make sure that I'm, because listen, let's just say a year is nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, even though we've so passionately in love, yeah, it still isn't a lot. Yeah. It's a short period of yeah, time. So I want to make sure that we have <clears throat> the, I want to test us. Yeah. I want to drag everything out and make sure that he loves me and I love him. Yeah. And once I know that and I know that we're super ride or die, then that's why. Go get married. This is fine. Like, yeah. this is good. Like, just living together, like, I yell at him about where he leaves the socks. <laughs> that's cute. He's not picking up my socks. Right. But if I ask him, the socks, he'll, like, not only will he pick them up, but they'll be like, back from the dry cleaner fluffed and folded and I'm amazed at that so he's amazing and I'm happy to see you in this because it's kind of like you know I'm in New York I'm definitely single and it's tough 
And I think what you said is you're not going to settle. You're going to wait till right. you find that passion. And I am too, you know. Maybe I need to jump on Tinder. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely be on um, I think Tinder is no longer. I think I they still know. have it, I but I think it's like Bumble. Yeah, or okay, Cupid. There's a ton. I just need to just do it. I need to embrace technology. Right. Being single in um, New York City it's is really hard though. because they have too many options. It's like five to one. I think everybody else has too many options. I don't really care to have options. I like. I, I know that what you're saying is too many options, but all these people with too many options really have zero options. You know what I'm saying? They shoot themselves the in men. the foot. Yeah, they end up dating all these girls, and the girls right. are getting just as savvy. So it's a two-way right. thing. It's not not just, you know, girls are dating everybody, guys are dating everybody, and everybody's in single, you know? so. Well, men are simple, so what we they remember, sure we have to help them along the way. Like, yeah. if they think that they have five options, but they're immature, you yeah. have to help them. Help them realize I'm the only option. <laughs> so this is a great season. I'm, I'm really excited because I feel like this is a lot of personal painful things with each of you and happy things yeah and i'm really above all else always have wanted to meet you because i just admire that side of you you're in your 40s you're falling in love yes. you're embracing your body and you're not afraid to be you well tommy also comes into a cup so we got a scene analysis <laughs> spoiler alert shut up can so you tell me more he's he's just as um for fertility, you're kind of trying He's to just as courageous because yeah, I got my eggs frozen mm -hmm. um, this season, mm -hmm. and you know the fertility egg freezing process is fun. a pain in the it's ass. It's not fun, and they the don't make hormones, you feel good about yourself either. Exactly, I had to gain 17 pounds just to freeze my eggs. I had to go through this emotional roller coaster, and then Tommy. And then they still tell you it might not work. Exactly, yeah. you still don't know until they defrost whether yeah. it's a viable thing. Yeah. And then Tommy also said, "Well, let me make sure my sperm count is high." See, that's a real that's a that's a that's a partner. Yeah, he was super cool. So we um, we definitely put it all out there, and mm -hmm. even Mike and Jessica, they really put it all out there, and Reza, everyone has put it all out there, and I love the fact, and I'm so proud of the fact that we are. We just want people to un relate to our problems and yeah. our life journey, and we're. We don't put on airs. We we have struggles. No, you guys don't we take yourself seriously that way. You guys really just are. There's all, no airs. You're one hundred percent. That's the reason your cast, the original, and Sherwin's been a friend of yours for a while. But that's why you guys do so well because you guys really are friends. You're not about trying to pretend that right. you're perfect. We're not too proud to be embarrassed. I do have one question. Did you really freeze your dog after he passed away? Was that I did. The, I kept real, him in the it. freezer. <laughs> so Pablo, who I'm, I hope he can hear me right now. Oh, Pablo. So I know you were really Pablo upset. died in my arms Aww. and he had um, di diabetes or epilepsy. Uh -huh. and I'm sorry, I said diabetes. It's random. It's not the truth. He collapsed in my arms and I wrapped him in ice and I held him and I put him on my chest and I wrapped him in ice so he wouldn't rigor mortis. My mom laid next to me terrified <laughs> and she looked like like out of her left side of her eye yeah. for like a couple of nights and was like, oh my God, that bitch is crazy. Yeah, She's crazy. Go. She's not gonna let him go. And those How long are, did you hold him? Like a, for almost a week. My mother, that's how I know my mom loves me is because the way that she laid next to me oh. on my bed and let me have like Pablo so I, you put him in the freezer during the day and hold him at night is that what you did yeah like I, I just I, I also wrapped him in ice when he was on top of me and you know I get it the soul leaves the body and everything but if I could have kept him forever I, I would. know that you really loved him but you're you have a new dog now right 
I still had Julio. Okay. And I still and now I yeah, I got okay. Julio a mate. Well, RIP in heaven, Pablo. Thank you. Your mama really forever. loved you. And I'm glad to see you're doing better because that was a lot. Even me, I'm like, and I'm a doctor, and I was like, what is she doing? I <laughs> I'm know. sure I, everyone told I called, you that. No, I called my vet and I called like a couple other agencies <laughs> to make sure that um, I wasn't breaking the law. And then after they said it was okay, I was like, okay, leave me alone. Okay, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> But you put that out there for everyone. I'm like, she just does. That's what I love. It's like you're, I admire it. You just don't give enough. You're like, this is who I am. Love it or leave it. And keep doing that. That's right. Get out there. Count on it. I love that about you. I'm so happy that you came. I'm really excited that you were here for this. And I got to see you and meet you in person. And you're fabulous. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. We'll call in. We'll talk a little bit more. Absolutely. Anytime. I can't wait for it to be over. Maybe after the reunion, you can come back. Even before. Or even before. For now, we're going to jump on um, in a car and get on a plane. Well, for those of you living under a rock, can you just shout out your social media for, for Okay. Them? What's yes. your social media? Where can they find you? Mercedes Javid at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And Shaws of Sunset every Sunday at 9 p.m. p.m. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.